Hey, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, hey, it's Tuesday, my favourite day of the week. That's because of this Dark Tides episode releasing today. Well, friend, I'm here to give you something new, something different. Dark Tides is taking a week off because we're working out a few things and doing some pretty exciting stuff that we'll announce very soon. Okay, meaning episode 5 will be releasing next week. But this week, you're getting something that previously only Patreons had access to, and that is the Dark Tide's first bonus episode, Carnival. It is an episode set during Season 1, so if things don't completely make sense, remind yourself that this is all Season 1. All the stuff of Season 2 hasn't happened yet, so it's in slap damn in the middle of Season 1. So, during the fun times. Now, if you're a patron and you're thinking, hey, I've already heard this episode. I've got nothing to listen to all week. You're wrong, actually. There is a brand new bonus episode out right now on the Dark Tides Patreon at patreon.com slash darktides. It is called The Power of Love. It is the long-awaited episode where Ernest and Alistair fulfill their debt to Bianca by, you know, setting up a date between her and Jeremy. It is once again set towards the end of season one, so yeah, again, during the fun times, before the darkness happened, before the great two-year gap. It is heaps of fun. It is easily our best episode we've recorded so far. It is so funny. Give it a listen. If you're not on the Dark Tides Patreon, check it out. It is such a good episode. But this is also a fantastic episode as well, so I hope you enjoy. Welcome, listeners, to this very special episode of Dark Tides. If you are listening to this, you are on our Patreon. Are you lost? You might be, but this is where you are. Just in case you hadn't figured out where you ended up. This is an in-canon summer bonus adventure episode special royale surprise. PvP, MVP, uh, MLG, Fire Nation. Yeah, so LP, since you're here. Road microphone procaster, whatever they call called. <laughs> since you're here, we don't really feel the need to explain what the show is or how it works or who anyone is. If you don't know any of those things, you are very lost indeed. One thing to ask before we go in. My uh, co-hosts, Chester and BJ, if you have to have one guess, what do you think this episode is going to be about? I think road trip adventure. (laughs) I'm I'm down for a road trip adventure. We're going to play a game of fates with a librarian. It has to be one of those two things. It has to be one of those two. Otherwise, we are very disappointed. Basically, if it's not one of those two things, we're leaving. Well, you're both wrong. It's neither of those things. Man. I'm leaving. Yeah, that's it. We're out. I'm sorry, Aubrey. We can't. We just can't work under these conditions anymore. And jumping right in. It is summer in the archipelago. The sun is shining in a pristine azure sky. Clouds drift lazily along, just like something out of a Pixar movie. And in Port Staples... The carnival has come to town. (laughs) No. Uh, Uh, On the old oval just outside of town proper, the tents are pitched, the bunting is up, the flags are flying. Little booths are set up. They're selling hot dogs, ice cream, all sorts of treats. In a gazebo, an honest-to-God brass band is playing jaunty music. Children run to and fro with balloons and face paint. The air smells of apple blossoms, two-stroke fuel, and fairy floss. <laughs> there are rides and attractions aplenty. We see Bernie and Officer Randy playing a target shooting game. Bernie is wearing a Tommy Bahama shirt, and Randy is carrying an oversized stuffed panda. That's a nice panda. What a deal. That's a good boy. That's a good boy. Fair enough. He's patting it gently. He's like, man, I knew my sharp shooting would come in handy one day. There was a child crying behind Randy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely just stole it from a child. Sorry, he, sorry. He requisitioned it on behalf of the Port Staples Police. Technically, they're not on duty. The kids don't know that. We see Dagon Mantafune, the crazy antique dealer, in a small tent getting his fortune told by a bald woman with facial tattoos who's using a set of engraved knuckle bones. <laughs> we don't know what his fortune is. We see Herb Cush, the DJ, is getting motion sickness on the spinning teacup ride. Finally, we see Alistair Stern on duty as security. Tagging along is Ernest Marsh, holding a very tall ice cream. Now, what are the two of you doing? So, Alistair hates carnivals, but he loves fairy floss. So, it's kind of a kind of a bittersweet day for Alistair. Um, or it would have been, except that he has to work, so it's mostly just bitter. But he does have a very, very large 
what do you call that? Cotton candy. I think it's a stick amalgamation. Stick of cotton candy. Yeah, that. You, One in each I, hand. I reckon every few minutes you're going to have to roll. See if you don't, to make sure you don't get buffed and drop it. Yeah, okay, all right. Uh, okay, so Ernest is looking his ice cream, which is... Five vanilla. tiers. Oh, five tiers no. of vanilla. Five tiers of vanilla. Really? No. Are, um, they, are they different varieties? Like there's. <laughs> no, okay, so it goes vanilla, pecan, mm-hmm. vanilla, chocolate, vanilla, pecan. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of looking at it, just like, I couldn't tell which ones I was pointing at. They all look the same. And kind of looks and I was just like, there were three white ones. A fourth kind of greyish one, which I was a bit scared about, and there's a black one. Look, knowing the the ice cream here, they probably all taste the same, so it's ladies, really not going to make much difference. The lady serving me had more, like, what are they called? Uh, you know them, Alistair. You, you'd follow that Pinterest thing. The, 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 the little metal things. Like piercings. Yeah, she yeah. had more piercings on her yeah. lip than actual lip. Mm. So it concerned me a little. It was quite impressive. It was quite. I've it, always thought about it, and then I'm like, that looks painful. But what and was scarier away, is that you know? it joined from the lip down to her necklace. I don't know how she did that. I don't know how she did that. And kind of I, jangled when I, she It talked. kind of intimidated me, That's so I just pointed. That's probably why, because when you tried to ask her what flavors were which, <laughs> it was just <laughs> kind of... <laughs> it's a lot of tinkling sound. Lo- Ding, yeah. Yeah. Why are there so many children here? Roll for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the wrong You're one. Rolling for Ernest? No, rolling for Alistair. To do what? To Eight. N- oh, he saves. He doesn't drop his... his fair a child tried to steal it. As it's, <laughs> he just, like, slaps him. Light, lightly, lightly. Lightly, lightly. All right. Um, he would never intentionally harm a child. These people haven't heard the pilot episode, BJ. You can't go into abusing children just yet. <laughs> you hear bustling and a few people complain and then quiet down immediately as Mayor Stern shoves his way through the crowds toward you. Oh, yes. here we go. Ali, there you are. Ali, come here. Come here. Ali, Hi, Dad. Listen, Ali, we have a serious situation going on right now. Yeah? I am about to go and award the prizes for the pig contest. Someone has graffitied things I cannot repeat on the back of the main stage. Oh, I saw it. There's a little kid, little blonde boy, blue jacket, he had the spray can. I want you to find him and find him now. And I want you to put that sucker down. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Whoa. I'm sorry. Ali, I'm sorry. I spoke too harshly. Lock him in the toilets. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Find, find Bernie and Randy. Get them onto it. Just just find that kid, all right? Get him in the daytime cell. <laughs> and you, you. um, um and this is taking Bomber cap of, boy. This uh, is licking his... um. We're ice both cream in and unison. Like to... He's licking his ice cream. I'm licking my like perfectly in unison, not saying anything. Yeah. I try to answer them, and then I get a, a brain freeze. I'm like, Yeah, hello, <laughs> Mr. Stern. Hello. Look, um, Park Ranger boy, you. <laughs> yeah, you remember that you're supposed to be uh, announcing the winner for the raffle in about 20 minutes. You got that right? Today's my Tw- day off. No, 20 minutes. You're announcing the raffle. The, someone from the Park Rangers has got to do it. You're here. You're doing it. You're doing it now. 20 minutes from now. All right, just be on the stage in 20 minutes. Ali, find this boy. Blonde hair, I'm blue out. jacket. Got it. And he storms away. Wait, I feel like, because I'm holding two cotton candy, he takes one. <laughs> like, he takes one. Like, Wait, Dad, that was mine. I need this. My blood sugar's low. I just turned to <laughs> turned to Ernest and like, somehow I very highly doubt that he's got low blood sugar. Alistair, I'd like you to roll for me. Okay, here we go. Oh. Uh, nine. Okay. Wow. Well, this, big, this roll, is big rolls. Far more interesting. Okay. Um, you as you're talking about this and watching your father disappear, you feel a tug on your cotton candy, and, and you look down to yeah. see a young boy, blue hair. Sorry, <laughs> blue hair, blonde jacket. <laughs> like, oh, weird. That's not the guy we're looking for. And then, and then another child tugs at my other arm. He is holding the stick of your cotton candy too, and he is trying to pull it away from you because he also rolled a nine. Oh, interesting. What are you going to do? Uh, I will enter tug of war mode. I will enter combat with this child. Okay. <laughs> Roll again. Okay. Four. <laughs> what do you say? Um. I'm going to assist Alistair. <laughs> I'm going to grab the child and say, all right, we got the boy. All right, I'm going to roll twice for me, one to get the boy and one to not drop, drop your ice cream. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 
Or you could decide to not help and you won't have to roll. Ernest has to roll. Ernest can't watch a situation like this transpire without helping. You go, Nate. All right. So, and then roll again to not drop his ice cream. He drops his ice cream. Aww. Maybe he drops it over the child and well, that's why. He, my thought was actually the other way around. I thought you were rolling for the ice cream first and then the child. <laughs> okay. Uh, so- regardless, he rolled higher than uh, either of you. Oh. Uh, he kicks Alistair in the shin, Ow! takes the cotton candy and runs. As you run, you can see um, a bright red can of spray paint in his back pocket can as I- he bolts into the crowd. Alistair immediately gives chase. Can I just describe though? Because I got my like arm around the kid to grab him, but he slicked out. Like I feel, I feel like he's his, an escape artist. The layer of sunscreen on him is so <laughs> thick that he's impossible to grab, and so he slips out my arm. And the process, my ice cream goes over my shoulder and falls down like the back of my jacket. And I'm just standing there as the chill runs down me. As I also run away. As he runs away. Okay, you, you dart after this boy, pushing through the crowd, yelling, uh, security, or whatever else. You hear Randy... Security, stop that child! You see Randy um, watching you go past, filming you with his phone. <laughs> Not helping. <laughs> uh, because it's his day off. I really wish I could help, but... Uh, but, uh... I guess not. Bernie told me no fighting. <laughs> yeah, Bernie told me no fighting with children today, so... Uh, <laughs> holds the panda a little tighter. The child darts left and right. He goes under a tent flap. He comes out the other side. Uh, you vault over a table. You're chasing this child down. Ernest is following you from behind. A very far distance. Ernest is walking, trying to, like, right. like shimmy um, off of the ice cream. You lose him for a moment um, as a juggler walks past and distracts you. Um, and when the juggler is clear, you look around trying uh, trying to see him. Uh, roll for me. Nine again. Okay. Can um, Ernest with a bird's eye view of it? You can roll. Maybe you we can see the, since the you classic, weren't distracted by the juggler. The roll. classic trope of the hot-headed one goes off after it and then the other person walks the other way. And... Well, I got an eight. Okay, well, you got an eight. Well, either way, you, did, you succeeded. You saw where he went. Yes. Uh, all right, so you see... Uh, slightly off to the side, a little bit away from the busyness of all the other attractions and things, there is a large, brightly coloured, bouncy castle um, <laughs> with a little tarp out front where all of the shoes and things uh, are set up. There's a little man sitting on a stool with a sign, uh, and you see this child uh, kick his shoes off and dive into the uh, bouncy house. Alistair sprints up, uh, stops on the tarp, slowly starts to unlace his shoes... Uh, yes, the old man who is sort of a crotchety, withered little old man with a pork pie hat and a big beard uh, taps the sign which says, No shoes, no sharp objects, no rough housing, 50 cents per bounce. Uh, Alistair did not see the 50 cent part, but everything else, like he's taken his shoes off, he's like un- emptying all his pockets of like, he's got a bit of broken glass in there, he's got some pins, he's got uh, keys, he's got a knife. All of the sharp things you could imagine. Everything else he's just dumping on the ground. Yeah. Uh, the old man is just sort of chuckling. Is <laughs> no time for that, you old fool! I'm after uh, that that child. All right, you yeah, dive in. I dive in after him. Ernest, uh, Ernest, you arrive yeah. just in time to hear this altercation and see Alistair dive in. Ernest minces up and uh, has a look at the sign and um, starts taking off his shoes and then looks at the old man and is like, okay, uh, so that will be... Uh, I'll pay for the three of them. Um, so he holds out his hand. Yeah, <laughs> I've never heard of charging for a... Uh, <laughs> you're, um, that's a nice laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it's he going to be like a, like a mini boss that we have to come back and fight someday? It's good. Yeah, it's good that you're having a good day, man. <laughs> That's good, man. That's good. Uh, I give him the dollar fifty. I can't put my hand on my shoulder. So, uh, business is booming. Mm-hmm. It's good, man. It's good. I uh, hear uh, uh, Alistair shrieking from inside the ah! castle. And so no, I, get back here! I'm like, I'll be back in uh, just a minute. Uh, hope you have a wonderful day. Uh, remember, sunscreen. Don't stay out in the sun too long. You want, you know, sun, skin cancer, dangerous thing. Uh, stay hydrated. Light up stuff. Uh, if you need some water, just give me a shout. Bring it over. Anyway, thank you. And Alice Ernest is going to dive into the <laughs> fancy castle. Okay. Fancy um, castle as well. You individually have this experience that you didn't go in at the same time, but you dive in, and Alistair, this happens to you first. You dive in, and as you pass through the flap of the bounce house, there's suddenly just sort of 
flashes of very bright light, uh, colours in kind of a kaleidoscope, and then you are on your stomach on the bouncy floor. Ernest, you see the same experience. You flop down onto the ground, you bounce a little, uh, and you roll over, and there is uh, Alistair standing. You get to your feet. The two of you are in a room that seems far too big to be the interior of a bouncy castle. (laughs) Yet it must be. The floor is plastic and springy. The walls also. Light seems to be shining through the plastic walls, illuminating, illuminating everything in soft pinks and yellow light. And yet this room is bigger than your cabin, Ernest. Uh, I look back on the passageway to see if I can see there the old man. no passageway there. Huh. Ernest, uh, I think we might have a bit of a situation here. Is it just the one room or is there an exit? Uh, it, there is only the one room. Um, okay. The... It is lavishly decorated, by the way. <laughs> the, the walls are decorated with inflatable paintings of landscapes and sea battles. The floor has an inflatable rug on it. The walls are hung with inflatable drapes. The ceiling has an inflatable chandelier. Oh, no. I kind of look around. It's like, is that why he was laughing? Alistair, I think we may have been tricked by some type of demon. A voice whispers somewhere behind you. Who is this? Oh, what was that? A new visitor? A visiting dignitary, perhaps. Show yourself, demon! Inflatable demon! I, I stand up and kind of put my hands in my pockets. Like, Hello, uh, my name's Ernest Marsh. Uh, I have a raffle to be drawing in a few minutes. Uh, so, if you don't mind... I will cut you! I, I, I don't have anything sharp enough, but, but I, I will t- find a way! I turn back and like, Alistair, no sharp objects in the bouncy castle. Yeah, um, well, I, I have fingernails! Before you, in the centre of the room, there is a pop. And a man appears. (laughs) He is literally constructed out of magician's balloons. He is dressed in a stylish tuxedo and red bow tie. He has a top hat and a cane. He's dressed like a circus ringmaster, essentially, is what I'm saying. He pops into existence with a little spin and a flourish. He doffs his hat and he says, Welcome to my inflatable kingdom. I am the king. My name is Carnival. That's Taylor. Oh, I've always stood up. I stand up again. <laughs> you sit down. I sit down and I stand up again. <laughs> and I say, um, hello, Carnival. My name's Ernest Carnival. Marsh. Carnival. Hello, Carnival. I'm sorry. My name's Ernest Marsh and this is, uh, I guess, Alistair Stern. He shakes you both by the hand. Uh, his grip is soft and it squeaks as you touch him. He has white gloves. <laughs> um, can I roll, uh, like, investigation on this guy? Uh, you can roll luck, but I don't know what you're trying to figure out. I'm trying to work out if he's evil. Two. Seems great. <laughs> he seems like a charming man made of balloons. Okay, Pat Alistair on the shoulder. Um, so me and my buddy, uh, we were just coming in here to uh, search for a, a wayward Alistair's boy. Alistair's just waving. He's so confused. <laughs> I was looking for a, a wayward boy who had done some like uh, graffitiing to the uh, yeah to right the stage. Yes. yes. Has anyone else? I don't know how we got here, but however we got here. Has anyone else got here before that? And is there a way to get out? Small boy, blonde, blue jacket. Yes. Mm. Very slippery. Ah, Lots of sunscreen. The child. Yes. 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 The child Have has you seen been him? here. Uh huh. He is uh, deeper in my domain. Wonderful. Uh, is there any chance you could bring him to us and we can leave? Well, that depends. Do these passing dignitaries bring me a gift? I start patting my pockets. I don't know what I'm looking for, but I'm like, is there anything that I had that wasn't sharp that I didn't get rid of? I pull from the uh, left pocket, of, like the inside little cup of my uh, hat, my boat, my um, parts cap, a comb, which I always keep on me. And I, uh, doing the bow, kind of show it to the king and say, a gift for you. Uh, he doffs his hat again and shows you the balloon scalp that is really just brown. It's <laughs> not hair. He goes, alas, I have no hair. I kind of put it back. Like, Should have seen that coming. <laughs> Close back the uh, the ear of my um, I, pocket. I, look I, at- tap, I tap her and says, there's, there's like, can we like commute and we like lean in? He leans in too. What are we talking about, fellas? <laughs> oh, um. All right, he's here too. Uh, okay, all right. Um, course, yes. We also didn't move further away from him. So I knew we should have done that. Have changed. I'm not very good with social cues. Uh, so, so a gift, a gift, right? Um, 
Yes, befitting a king. Befitting it, right. Befitting uh, a king. How about you tell us what your favourite gifts in the past have been to give us some clues? Ah, uh, delightful. Delightful, yes. Mm, yeah, I like do the, the least convincing <laughs> fake smile you've ever seen. Mm. Mm. Uh, he springs backwards from you and does like an acrobatic twist flip with his uh, cane revolving around his wrist. Which is also squeaking. He lands in the centre of the room and spreads in his arms in like a magician's pose and says, "A game, perhaps." I look at Ernest. Oh, I was going to give you my tie. Uh... A game it is. <laughs> he uh, claps his hands, but they really just squeak. And he says, "Bring forth the wheel." With another pop. Um, a freestanding door appears in the centre of the room. On the door. Is a there's no handle, there's no visible hinge. There's just a wheel of fortune wheel with six brightly coloured numbers on it, one to six. And he says, "If you want the child, you must pass through my bouncy dungeon of delight. Spin the dial, see what you get. Complete four rooms, and you may have the child. Just bring me the prizes." All right, and I walk up and spin the wheel. Delightful. <laughs> I'm gonna and like pops, put my hands out to stop. He pops out of existence. Do we need to um, roll to see if you stop me before I spin the wheel or not? Or will sure. You just... Yep, I will roll to do that. 12, natural 12. 11. Oh. I beat you to it. I grab you around the middle. Things are <laughs> centimetres from the dial. <laughs> so I pull Al's back. No, I'm just like, I, no, I, I no, you don't, the, you don't play me, games. Me, you don't make deals. <laughs> you don't make deals with, like, demon types of things. Okay, look, I, look okay, I, uh, like, brush them off. I'm like, all right, I see your point, but, like, I don't have a better idea, so what are we going to do? we got to find that... We, I mean, we got to get out of here, The walls too. are plastic. Let's just rip our way through the walls and go back Al, out. I don't have any sharp objects. Without fingers. I left them all in Just pull. <laughs> I'm going go, to go to the wall and attempt to pull a hole in it. Oh, you can attempt. Four. Uh, you Lots do not squeaky. You, you um, hurt your fingernails. Alistair, come over. You did actually fail, so you hurt your fingernails. Um, I do not help you. I Three just... damage. <laughs> Take three damage. I just, you pull a, you, you break a nail or two. I'm just here like... Inwardly amused at the spectacle of Ernest, like <laughs> scratching away at a rubber wall. Me- meanwhile, Alistair, you are still standing right next to the wheel. I'm gonna spin the wheel. Uh, okay, roll a d6 for me. Okay, it's a three. Right. The um, you hear the voice echoing from above you from Carnival saying, "Round and round and oh. round it goes. Where it lands, nobody knows." Alistair's still a bit confused, and so he assumes that he doesn't like see it. So he's like, "It, I got three. It's a, it's a three. Yes. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, just checking. Can I just point out, I took a tenth of my health trying to break open that. Yeah, <laughs> you're an idiot. <laughs> uh, the Wheel of Fortune disappears and the door swings open. Uh, this is going to kind of look coming? around. Yep, okay. I'm kind of just nursing my hands. <laughs> I come over. You step through the door and again behind you the door disappears. You are standing what seems to be an inflatable orchard. You're still in a room. The walls are painted like a scenery. It's a large room (laughs) with inflatable trees. The walls are painted like scenery. The ceiling is painted like clouds and sky. Um, There is a sun painted. This perfect ray of light shines down and there sits the cutest Disney perfect pink pig. I lean over to... uh... It winks at you. I lean over to Alistair and I whisper, I'm getting mad demon juju vibes. Again, you hear the king's voice. A fine porker, worthy of a first place ribbon. A blue first place ribbon appears in the air before you. Alistair just, he just has that that look on his face of like, why? Like, assuming I have to just take the ribbon and put it on the pig. <laughs> why have you gone to all this trouble? If it's the simpler, I just take it out of the air and put it on the pig. As you approach the pig, the pig starts backing up. <laughs> Ernest, I'm going to need your help here. I think up this may I may have underestimated the challenge of this dungeon. <laughs> okay, I walk around this to be on the opposite side of the pig. Latex paradise. Uh, the pig oinks, and as soon as one of you makes a move, it darts away. Um, it darts between Swine! Al- Alice's leg, <laughs> um, and it's off among the inflatable uh, apple orchard. 
darting between uh, trees, oinking delightedly. I'm going to chase after it. <laughs> yeah, give me a roll. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Alistair just is going to stand there with the ribbon. She's like, I don't. What? What? Why? Why? Out of everything that he's seen, this makes no sense whatsoever. I got, I got a nine. Okay, um, you basically managed to corral the pig. You can direct him back towards Alistair, but you can't quite catch him with a nine. All right. You are almost grasp his curly little tail. All right, Alistair spreads his spreads his limbs like a goalkeeper as it's running towards him. And I'll try and catch the pig, or at least pin it on. That's for four. Goes right between your legs, keeps going. Damn it! Ernest runs into you. Oh, I was ah. going to roll. Yeah, I, I, I ran into him. <laughs> Do we both take damage now? I got a four, so that's only a fail. That's I a disaster. Wouldn't, I wouldn't take damage right. for this. Um, the pig goes and uh, sits beneath an apple tree. I'm going to, like, game talk to Alistair. I'm like, okay. All right, all right. We get him into a corner. Yep. I die for him. Okay. I grab him. You put on the thing. I reckon he's going to be super oily and he's going to be super squealy. So yep. I'm going to have him for, like, a few seconds. You get that thing on him. All right. There's also the possibility he might be unrelated and that might just be the treasure. <laughs> that could be the child. Maybe we should go back out and call out to... Go out where? To the Is main the room. Is the door still there? I assume the door There is gone. no door there. How do we do that King, exactly? is this the treasure that you wanted, the prize? <laughs> he goes, oh. yes. Sorry, what? <laughs> is the medal what you wanted? Oh, and Alice is like, oh, right. The, yeah, can, is this a worthy gift? I I give you this treasure that this I This golden have. medal upon a, a wonderful sure it's a blue silk ribbon. ribbon. He goes, ah, the clever boys. Yes, the pig had nothing to do with it. Just my little joke. Yes! <laughs> The pig oinks at you again and lies down in a shaft of uh, in a shaft of sunlight. The door reappears, uh, and you have to spin the wheel again. I'm, just, I'm gonna roll for high fives. Like, all right, all right, okay, maybe eight. not. You're an eight for a high five. I got a nine. That's a solid high. It's five. a solid high five. It doesn't, we man- we it's loud, to, but it doesn't hurt. I managed to transfer the ribbon into my other hand rather than, like, accidentally pop it. Okay, yeah. so we go back into the room. Roll the D6 for me. <laughs> Ernest folds his arms. He's um, not no, touching I, I the like, juju I, roller. I gesture, I'm like, the room, the no. number three is now removed from the, okay. the right. panel. No, I'm not rolling the juju Five. Thing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I just shrug, I'm like, oh. All right. It's been um, a weird day. <laughs> again, it opens, the door opens, you step inside, and this time you are in a shooting gallery. Again, everything is made of balloons, there is artwork on the walls. There are light shows and things going on. And at the end of this shooting gallery, there is a bench in front of you, also inflatable, and lying on it are inflatable guns that Ooh. shoot inflatable balls. Of course. And at the far end of the uh, of the shooting range is a row of those um, spinning clown heads. Oh, yeah, okay. And again, you hear uh, Carnival's voice as he says, Oh, the poor clowns, always talking of treason. Bring me the head of their leader. So is one of them specifically, obviously, the they leader? They are all different colours. Um, they've all got kind of slightly different face makeup and these sort of things, and they're all spinning at different speeds. One of them is just like 100 RPM. Okay, so Ernest ignores the guns, <laughs> steps over the bench and walks over to the clowns and is going to try and break off the head. Yeah, of Alistair follows. As you come to... As you go to touch when it screams at you. Because no, don't touch me. Alice is like, all right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, we don't mean to hurt you. We're just wondering, could you direct us to your leader? Existence is pain. We'll be on our way. I'm going to silver tongue him. <laughs> um, so uh, we're just looking for your, your leader of some type. Is, is he around that we could speak to? Alice would... just looks like, mm-hmm, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. That would be Jeff. Jeff, where's Jeff? I'd love to speak to Jeff. We Jeff's on the end there. Is he the really fast spinny one? It's <laughs> the really fast spinny one. Yeah, walk over to Jeff. Jeff, are you the leader here? And you just hear, yep, 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 yep. It's going too fast to be actually articulated. Jeff, are you alive? Yep, 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 yep. I look up. King, I'm not sure how I feel about murdering someone. They're not someone's, they're clowns. <laughs> clowns can still be someone's. No, they can't. I mean, Jeff here seems to think otherwise. Carnival pops into existence uncomfortably close to you. He's like <laughs> right in your personal space. You are nose to nose with this balloon man. <laughs> uncomfortably, he has warm breath for some reason. 
And he says, you should not question a king. And he pops out of distance again. And I want you to roll a d20. D20? Jeez. Uh, 16. Okay, as he pops out of existence, you feel a strange tingling sensation in your hands, and then your hands have become bunches of wildflowers. They just replace with wildflowers. You can't articulate them or move them like fingers, but now both of you, you would no longer have hands. Ernest is going to look at his hands <laughs> and just stand there. And then he's going to kick Jeff off of the, the <laughs> spinning stool. All right, make an attack roll. Uh, is that D... Is that it's a D, D12? A D12. <laughs> uh, that is a 9. It does not make it. Does you, it make it? No, you kick him. He is a counter roll. He doesn't want to be taken off. He's trying to <laughs> avoid you. Um, so he basically... As you try to kick him, he pulls in whatever the way that his biology works. He basically <laughs> becomes airborne and is now... Uh, spinning, floating in the air, and is trying to avoid you. All right, <laughs> Alice is going to run over to the guns and try and shoot it down. <laughs> All right, grab a gun, give me a roll. All right, is that just a d12? I believe so. Yeah, eight. You kind of hit him, but the balloon, the they bounce off his <laughs> rotating, and now all of the um, the clown heads rise. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and you hear him. Yep, yep, as he's spinning too fast. <laughs> Um, but they begin to swarm you. <laughs> okay, to roll run. to avoid being touched by I com- them. I completely subverted your silver tongue. Six. I got a ten. Ernest ducks and weaves and avoids being touched. You got a six? Yeah. Six is a mixed result. All right. Um, uh, roll the d20 for me. Oh, no. But you will have... It will last a shorter amount of time. Uh, six. Okay. Alistair basically gets headbutted by one of these things. It bounces <laughs> oh, off no. him. And suddenly something has changed. There are no longer colours in this bright coloured world. Uh, you are now colourblind, Alistair. <laughs> Ernest, Ernest, Ernest. I stand up like, what? You look fine. I can't, I, I can't, can't see, brand- see colours. I brandish my hands. <laughs> and I was like, you look fine. This is not okay. I can't see colours. I'm, I'm going freaking to, out. I'm going to run over and try and like, like shimmy a gun towards him with my foot. I'm just like, do so. I can't do anything here. All right, all I right. Mean, I'll yep. try again. That's right. I forgot you don't have hands. That's an eight. All right. Yeah, you grab a gun. Oh hell yeah! And I'm gonna, oh yeah, um, great. Right. The way we're going to do this, you are going to roll to shoot. Uh, are you trying to shoot the other general? Um, I'm still going to go for. Was it Jeremy, Jeff, uh, Jeff. Gerard? I think it was Jeff. Jeff. I think it was Jeff. Ten. Ten. All right. He's going to roll to avoid getting hit. That is a nat one. Get um, out of here, Jeff. <laughs> even in your colorblind state and with the swarming clown, inflatable clown heads all around you, uh, you pull the trigger and through a mechanism that makes no sense practically, <laughs> a, a balloon ball is launched through the air. symphony of biblical proportions plays out as clown heads come and go as Ernest swings his head to watch as this ball perfectly uh, passes through every um, every blockage in its way and enters Jeff's spinning rotating mouth at just the right second and he stops and drops to the ground, and all the other ones drop to the ground too. He's and gonna sprint just in case anything, and like dive roll onto this like tackle. Yep, it's not can, gonna make any difference, but you can pick him up. That's fine. I have picked him up, and I hold, <laughs> I hold it aloft, like by the top of the head, and I'm like, King, I have brought you the spoils of war. Now you hear again that squeaking that is the equivalent to clapping. Is oh, very good, very good. And the door appears again. I'm going to throw it at Ernest just for fun on the way out. Who is very close to tears looking at <laughs> his missing hands. <laughs> and he does not pay any mind to what you're doing. All right. I walk out. He goes and stands near a corner. So that was rooms three and five. Uh, do you want to roll it this time? No. You, you still don't I have can't hand. roll it. <laughs> Come on, Ernest. I don't have hands. Just try a leg or something. Come on, you can do it. Ernest stops talking to you. <laughs> All right, fine. Well, don't say I didn't give you an opportunity. Six. Okay, uh, you step into a new room. This one is obviously um, kind of like a carnival tent. It's got like a pitched roof and all these sort of things. Uh, standing there is a big butch 
inflatable man wearing a, a cheetah skin toga. <laughs> <laughs> An old school strong man and he's got a handlebar moustache. Mm-hmm. Um, and before you is a strength test, one of those hammer hitting okay. strength tests. And you hear uh, King Carnival's voice again echoing from somewhere above you. Take the hammer, strike the plate, show me your strength. I immediately walk up to the strong man and I'm going to use uh, Silver Tongue again and say, um, I'm sorry, would you be able to give me you uh, just a, a show of your own strength with this, uh, sir? Give us a show of your miraculous strength. No, he, makes, he flexes at you and makes squeaking sounds and he shows you that he doesn't have fingers. Yeah, look, I can't show my own. I can't show my own hands. And he, like, he yeah. nods sadly, and, a, and an inflatable tear runs down his cheek. Oh, I um, I nod at him, and I turn back to Alistair. Well, you're up. I brandish my hands again. Alistair's <laughs> gonna walk around the little plinth, and what he's looking for. I don't know if this is something that is gonna be there, but you know how like most inflatable toys have like the little valve that you blow into. He's going to look to see if, like, so he can just, like, breathe into it and blow the thing up the... <laughs> uh, you find a valve. Yeah, <laughs> okay. sure. I open the valve. Also, usually those right, machines a have a setting for kids or adults, so we could just switch it to kids. It doesn't have any of those things. Roll uh, the d20. Okay. <laughs> 14. You, as you open this and the air inside blows <laughs> into your face, something changes in, oh, your, no. in your throat. And you now gain a foreign accent of your choice for the duration of this adventure. <laughs> oh, um, oh man! You hear the king's voice go, "Ah, ah, ah! No tampering with the tests." I uh, thought that I worked a bit better. Oh, what's wrong with me? Am I Scottish now, Ernest? What's wrong with my voice? Ernest <laughs> kind of slowly turns around <laughs> to look at Alistair. It's like, what? Why are you doing that? I do. I can't. I, it's just my normal voice. I can't stop it. I feel like cheating just doesn't work very well here. And I was just going to go over and going to stamp on the button. All right. Uh, give me a disadvantage roll. Two sevens. Uh, okay. It, That's it, a fourteen. The the little um, disc flies up about seventy percent of the way to the bell at the top. Okay. And then bops back down. I kind of turned to Alistair. Looks like it's actually pretty easy. We could have just whacked it. I'll give that out today by now. Use it with your man hands. I gesture with my flowers. <laughs> what, your flower hands aren't good enough, are they? No, no I, pick- I can't grip. <laughs> I pick up. This is going to be very weird if we escape here and I still have these. You can pass that off as just you being dumb. I can't, I can't pass this off. I'm going to say when I try to talk to him like this, he'll be like, Ali, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I'll be but like, I don't know, Dad. That's all he ever says to you. Ali, what's wrong with you? I like I'll 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 say I was like, well I went into a bouncy castle and I speak Scottish. And they were like, Alistair, what games have you been playing lately? They're not you're rotting your brain, son. Uh, Alright, take a swing. Alistair takes a swing. Uh, twelve? Uh D12. yeah, D twelve. Where is my D twelve? In the middle. Where is it? Where is it? It's right there. It's in the middle. That's a three. <laughs> uh, your hands sort of slip a little and you kind of only whack a bit of it and it kind of doesn't go too good. I put my hands on my uh, on my hips and I'm like, do it again. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be I'll here th- and we'll keep doing it till you get a natural 12. <laughs> I'll try it. Actually, actually. Is there... <laughs> I feel like I should just be doing the thing, but I no. Is the the little like thing that flies up? Is there anything in front? Like, could I just grab that and like push Stop it? Stop trying to cheat. <laughs> no, there is nothing in front of you. You should grab it. Okay, I'm gonna do that. Okay, so roll to, to do roll. it. Okay. Oh, a last pair of hands. <laughs> Four. Um. Okay. Roll a d20 for me. Oh no. <laughs> Five. You. <laughs> this is gonna be really difficult for you. You can no longer pronounce the letters S or T. What? <laughs> Killing me over it. So how is you Ernest... You keep tampering. How is Ernest going to work this out? I'm gonna... Oh, wow, that's so hard. I'm gonna... Hi. It... <laughs> it... Jump on that... B- button. <laughs> and he's very... Are you okay? <laughs> he just shrugs. Like, just, whack it, just whack it again. I nearly did it just with my foot. Yeah, he's going to try whacking it again. All right, give it a whack. <laughs> Four. Doesn't work. Do it again. The um the strong man standing nearby kind of gets closer to you and he gestures for both of you to like join together and he kind of 
tries to jump, but he's too light to really jump. So he kind of just floats a little way off the ground. I kind of like look at him and I kind of shake with my hands like, thank you, strong man. And I will go over and I will gesture for Allison to get on the button as well. All right. Let's do that. Let No, let do that. Ten. Okay. Ten with an advantage. Three in the original roll. What was the highest you guys got so far? I think you got a... Seven was the highest. Seven was the you highest. Got seven. Okay. A ten, we'll say a ten does it because I'm getting bored. Um, you hit the top. The bell rings and the top of it explodes. And now there is just a floating bell in midair uh, with light shining around it. Ernest is already walking back to the room. Grab it. Let's go. Alistair now attempts... With your hands. Grab it. To climb and reach the bell. The strong man gives you a lift up. As you do so, as you kind of get up into the air to grab it, uh, Carnival appears lying down mid-air with one one kind of elbow crooked out, head on hand, uh, spinning his cane. And he says, it's a shame about the lisp. I was enjoying the voice. Perhaps, and he kind of puts both hands underneath his chin um, and bats his eyelashes. A compliment for a king? You're... I've got to think of how every word I'm saying is spelled. Your demeanor, eh, <laughs> quite pleasant. <laughs> Good enough, and he taps you on the nose. Well, thank goodness. <laughs> that was absolutely <laughs> killing my brain. Around, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> I brandished my hands again. Pop, and he's gone. Well, that's just lovely. I mean, I can actually talk now. That was absolutely just... Oh, grab the bell! <laughs> oh, right, the bell, right? I get right. the bell. Okay, you grab the bell. You now have a bell, a clown head, and a ribbon. What right. I could totally have done is... Be like, you know, I feel like I've been doing everything. How about you grab the bell? How about that? Right, just roll for me to see if you can keep holding it. <laughs> Tonight. All right, yeah, you grab it. You can, With my you little kind flower of, pots. You have to use both hands to kind of wedge it between chin. the flowers. <laughs> but you've got it. All right. Someone roll a D5. Sorry, a D6. I look at him and I'm like, you sheared? All right, here we go. <laughs> Four. This should be the last one, right? If we get treasure from this one. That's true. Okay, um, this opens into a small, slightly cramped hallway. Uh, it's long... Uh, the walls, like everything else, appear to be inflatable and they have, um, you know, they bend a little under your weight. The ground, however, there is a section you are standing on that's just plain yellow, mm-hmm. but then between you and the end of the corridor is about three or four metres of different coloured patches. And as you look around, you can see that the walls, the entire length and breadth, even where you are standing on this sort of neutral zone are filled with little holes, little tubes. <laughs> and again, oh, no. you hear King Carnival's voice. Roses are red, violets are blue. The key is silence. What? That's all the hints. Uh, so as you survey um, the different tiles, there are red tiles and blue tiles. There are yellow tiles and green tiles. There is four different kinds, um, and they are out in sort of a pattern where you could always reach one from another of the colour. I, I lean over into Ernest. I'm like, what's the quietest colour? Ernest <laughs> kind of cocks his head a little bit. Like, <laughs> Yellow? I feel like if we just sit down and wait. Or we just don't make any noise. Mm. All right, we're going to wait 10 minutes. <laughs> you wait 10 minutes in silence or talking? In silence. In silence, in silence nothing happens. Mm. Oh, it turns out, uh, uh, Alistair, I feel like that was a waste of 10 minutes. I don't think that worked. Maybe 15 minutes. Wait 15 more minutes. Nothing happens. I look back to Alistair. Mm. I'm getting a bit bored now. Yeah, so am I. Okay, back to the tiles. All right. So there are tubes as well? In the wall, there I'm are thinking holes this is that like are obviously tubes. Your classic Indiana Jones, like you step on the wrong thing and the thing comes out and slaps you in the face. I don't know why I'm talking like this. This is quite strange. Anyway, uh, I'm going to... I think I'll just go for it and be quiet. And I'm just going to walk through very quietly. Okay, as you begin to walk... Um, which tiles are you stepping on? Whichever. <laughs> okay, you're not paying any attention no. to the coloured tiles and you hear the king's voice say, best guard your muzzle. This is quite a little... And then leaves it blank. Puzzle. Puzzle. Immediately gas shoots out, <laughs> of, the oh, no! <laughs> out, no! out of the little holes. Oh, it was so simple. <laughs> <laughs> and I want you both to roll a d20. 
Uh, actually, Why I was standing. I was. I didn't yeah. follow him. No, no. It is the entire length of the room. I oh. said even the bit where you were standing. God damn it! He just baited you. <laughs> that is a really good um, trap, though. You got a sixteen again. Eighteen. You got a sixteen again. Yep. Roll f- again for me, because I can't give you the same. Oh no! Twice. I got a nineteen. I'm sorry, Ernest. You begin to sweat purple paint profusely. Uh, <laughs> All right, Alistair. What was yours? Uh, eighteen. Uh... <laughs> if this is another bloody, you can't say vowels or something. <laughs> no, there are only a few language ones. Um, you turn into a talking, walking pig. <laughs> a Scottish pig. <laughs> I watch it happen, and I, I watch you know, the paint's coming out of me. I just walk over to uh, uh, Alistair, and I pick up his awards, and I put the, the uh, ribbon on him. And I kind of stand like, okay, let's find this treasure. <laughs> I'm gonna walk along the. the Alright, I'm gonna waddle along like the pink pig. Okay. Wait, am I a real pig or an inflatable pig? You're a real pig. Nice. You get to the end of the door, there is no prize. At eight. So, here's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I look down the little pig. If this was a live action adaption, I said at the beginning, roses are red, violets are blue. I'm assuming that's got nothing to do with it, but maybe we try stepping on the blue at the red tiles and see what happens. You try. I'm going to try stepping on the blue and the red tiles. <laughs> All right, nothing happens. Well, it didn't work. All right. The door is still there with its spinning dial. Are okay, they... I think this was just like a, a wasting time. <laughs> I think <laughs> you hear the king's voice. Yes. <laughs> Curse <laughs> you. Okay. A cute little piggy. I pick up the pig. I, I walk find back that really offensive. <laughs> Piggly wiggly wiggly. Stop it. Stop it. I pick up the very the angry pig. The pig goes pig. red with anger. Yeah. <laughs> it's shaking a little bit. That'll do, pig. And I pick him up. How dare you? I walk back to the main room like, well, I guess it is my turn. And I'm going to roll the thing. Okay. I got three. We've already done three. Never mind. It's only one or two we haven't done, right? Four. Five. <laughs> Keep rolling. One. Like if you let me do it, I would have got it first time. I look at the pig and I was like, "I will put you in my pocket if you aren't." <laughs> Don't <going>. you dare! <laughs> you are going to be so dead when we get back to the real world. All right, you step into this room. You instantly recognise that this is uh, the big top. This is the circus tent. You have the classic single ring uh, down. In the centre, you have the grandstands kind of around it. You are the only people here. There is no one else here. Um, and in the centre of the ring, under a single spotlight, there is an inflatable bear wearing a fez, Aww. riding a unicycle and juggling. Aww. I put That's the pig, a bit cute. I put the pig on my shoulder. And I kind of look out. It's like, King, what would you like? Again, just in your personal space, there is a pop <laughs> and the king is like breathing into your ear. And he says, perhaps a ball is the thing to win the attention of a king. Perhaps. Is that like he a pops out of question or again. damn it? So is there a ball around? Yeah, the, the bear is juggling balls. Okay, I uh, walk up to the kind of outer wall of the, of the and area. I tap him and I'm like, let me do the talking. Like, okay. Hello, fellow animal. The bear kind of looks at you out of the corner of its eye. <laughs> It doesn't say anything. And I say, uh, I would like to trade that ball for this pig. <laughs> what? No, you dare! There is no way. No, there is absolutely no way. You are no, very no, juggable. No way, man. No possible. To put me down, put me. I will not. The, I do not consent. The bear to reaches down and scoops you up, and you I now quickly take the ring in off the ring of things. You are being so juggled. dead. You, oh. Do I get the ball? No, he just starts juggling the pig along with the balls. It's very weird and lopsided, and he's kind of. It's a hard thing, and he starts squeakily. Pedaling away from you. I'm going to climb out you onto so the... You are so dead. Ernest, you are so dead. I'm going to climb up into the air and say, excuse me, sir, that's not very fair. I would like the ball. <laughs> the bear kind of just avoids eye contact with you and kind of out of the corner of its mouth, he goes... <laughs> well, I'm rare to you too. We you made see, a deal. Oh, what my friend is saying... <clears throat> Every time he's like catching me. <laughs> All right, he um he drops the pig onto the ground and starts pedaling away from it a little faster around the outside of the ring. I pick up Alistair and I say, that didn't work. Put me down. Put me down. Put me down. I don't put you down. <laughs> I, say, I just start kicking my little legs. And I say, um, I wonder, could you like bite him and like pop him? 
Let me just oh, take the. Oh, oh, just because I'm a pig, you think I want to bite? No, you bite him, all right? You put me right here, you deal with this. I've had enough. That's enough. Is that how you say that in a score? I don't know. <laughs> I look at the pit, at the, the bear. I start to walk closer to him, and I'm going to chuck Alistair <laughs> at the bear no, wait, to try no, and pop him. Hold on, let's talk about this. You know what I said before right, that I kill right, you. Roll to throw the pig. Maybe I was, I was just, I was being a bit heavy-handed. So D12, that's an eleven. <laughs> All right, yeah. You he basically picks you up. He shouldn't be able to lift a pig this size, but he kind of underarm, my shoulder. underarm tosses you. <laughs> ah, Scottish noise. Uh, all right, now I want <laughs> Alistair to roll to. Are you trying to bite the pit of the bear? <laughs> no, I'm not trying to bite the bear. Okay. I don't want to bite uh, the bear. Maybe that's just a roll to see. I should think I should roll, roll a damage. Kid. Okay, you roll. Okay, you roll a d12 to see if you can pop him, and I'll say anything a, a nine or upwards. You can. It's a seven. Okay. He bounces off the bear and sends the bear and his tri- his um, unicycle flying. <laughs> I'm um, going to run to grab one of the balls. Okay. Yeah. Make another lock roll. At disadvantage because you're trying with flower hands. It's on. Eleven <laughs> and a seven. I've made so many sevens. He got a seven too, so you... <laughs> Alistair assist. <laughs> Basically, he gets two of them, holds them in his arm, and poor and human flower appendages meet <laughs> on the other ball. And he looks deep into your eyes and growls. Sad- <laughs> sadly. Aww. <laughs> I just growls back angrily. He's going to try and grab the ball. All right, another opposed roll. Another 11. Beats a five. All right, you get the ball. You pull the ball away from him. He gets back up, dusts himself off, gets back on his inflatable tricycle. Uh, He drops the fez into the ground and goes away, sadly, juggling two balls. I just... You still have two! I need to get out of here, man! I... I'm going to run over and pick up the fez. Okay, so you're holding the fez in yeah. your paw or your no, mouth? No, in my mouth. In your mouth, okay. Um, you hear the king's voice. He goes, aha! He appears again right in Ernest's personal space and with um, a finger pops the balloon in your hand and then disappears again and appears mid-air directly positioned to sort of just fit his head into the fez in Ernest's <laughs> mouth. He goes... I think I like this better. <laughs> uh, he kind of rotates to see if it fits as he kind of just rotates in midair like a pig yeah. on a spit yeah. uh, with his head in the fez. And then he pops out of existence and there is a door again. Okay. I scoop up uh, Alistair with my flower hands. There is now no um, spinning dial on the door. It's okay. just a door. I'm just gonna, I was going to look back to the bear and with the fez in my mouth still, I'm like, sorry about that. Didn't mean to, you know, cause a problem for you. And then we walk out. I think the fez is gone. The king no, the no, he, no, the bear. I'm talking to the bear. I've got the fez. He's got the fez. The king left it. All right, you you enter into uh, the final room. It is a lavishly decorated throne room with <laughs> standing candelabras, uh, tapestries that depict the king um, in different carnival settings. Here's him uh, with the clowns doing some kind of dance. There's him making cotton candy. Another one of him giving a balloon to a child. Um, <laughs> Very Pennywise-esque. Not really. He's not creepy. He's creepy. <laughs> In the centre of all this, there is a giant, elaborate th- blow-up throne, and the king is sitting... Uh, slouched in the in the throne, spinning his cane in, on one finger. At his feet um, is the boy, except now he's inflatable. <laughs> uh, and he is basically, he's basically being turn. used as a footstool. <laughs> and the king rub, uh, claps his hands in that squeaky way and goes, Ah, my champions, my gifts, my gifts. Please put them in the chest and a um, blow up chest like an inflatable treasure chest appears in front of you i drop the fez on the ground i'm like hold on what assurance do we have of yours that one this child will actually be a real child when we get him back and two that you'll actually give i mean there's no you know i'm not seeing any contract or anything like yeah it's no no insurance and what assurance do i have i'm not gonna be a scottish pig for the rest of my life a gesture of my hands as well he says ah i see i see red tape is the bother well, I can solve that. He again claps his hands um, 
and an inflatable seven-page contract appears before you in the air with an inflatable quill. I had my associates draw this up. I'm going to look at it like, well, I don't have hands. I look at the pig. <laughs> Sign it with your I, mouth. I don't have hands either. I am going to read the entire contract. All right. Roll for understanding it. With advantage. Okay. Yeah. I feel like this is the kind of thing that Alistair might understand. Uh, that's a six with advantage. All right. You're... I mean, it's... I a... could help... I'll help him with the words he doesn't understand. <laughs> no, no. It's fine. Uh, you're pretty sure that it covers most of the things. The f- actual phrase, will not be a Scottish pig. Um, <laughs> will no longer have flower hands. <laughs> Child will no longer be inflatable. All of those things appear there. Okay. There could be some red tape about he owns your soul forever. You're not really yeah. sure. Some of it seems to be a bit kind of flowery language. Uh, flowery language. I see what you did there. Uh, oh, I sign it. I attempt to sign it. Do I need to roll for signing with a mouth of a creature that I'm not used to? It'll just waste time. All right, okay. you sign it. Uh, we haven't put the stuff in the chest. <clears throat> we put the, yeah, yeah, you have to put the stuff in the chest. Okay, yeah. Okay, I... We sign it first, yep. and then we put the stuff in the chest. I put the stuff in the chest, and I take the ribbon off of the pig, and I take the fez off of the pig, <laughs> and I chuck it in the, the chest. All right, uh, the chest bursts into inflatable flames and disappears. <laughs> and and uh, Carnival stands up, and he throws his arms in the air, and he goes, Congratulations, you have beaten the dungeon of inflatable delights. <laughs> you have played the game and played it well. Okay. He, uh, again, claps his hands in a squeaking manner. Uh, and you are no longer a pig. You are no longer Scottish. Uh, Ernest is no longer sweating purple paint. And you also have your colour vision back. Yeah, you got... Oh, yeah, you yeah. forgot about um, that. And the child is returned to you uh, trembling and wide-eyed <laughs> and he's no longer inflatable. And the king says, now, be gone. And the doors behind you uh, to this hall open and you are sucked back out as you are flying backwards you see all of these rooms passing before you Mm -hmm. uh, in what is almost too fast to be recognized but before everything goes black you see for a split second a labor shop of inflatable children (laughs) (laughs) uh, making inflatable nikes and then uh, everything is black and then there is a burst of light as you are ejected out into the real world once again. I think we've just solved Port Staples' missing persons problems. <laughs> we've beat the entire series. <laughs> um, yeah, so you collapse onto the ground in the sun. You're in the tangle of shoes and things left behind. And as you kind of look up, you see the bouncing castle deflate very quickly. It Aww. sort of collapses in upon itself and gets squirreled away and then snap it's gone into a briefcase the crazy old man stands up he tucks his little folding chair under his arm picks up the briefcase doffs his pork pie cap to you and winks and then basically turns in midair and disappears alistair's just standing there for a second with his mouth wide open he's like I knew there was something shady about that guy. And then he, with his left arm, he grabs Ernest by the, like, the collar. And with his right hand, he grabs the child by the collar. And he pulls them in tight. And he's like, do not say a word about me being a pig to anyone ever. And then I look at the child and I'm like, and you are in big trouble. And I take my cotton candy back and lick it. He's still holding the cotton candy. He just, he's just trembling. Uh, over the loud, the tinny loudspeaker, you hear the voice of Mayor Stern. All right, and it's time for the raffle draw. Where's our special guest? Ernest takes off sprinting. The sun is setting over Port Staples. Uh, all of the lights are on in the carnival. There are fairy lights twinkling here and there. There is the multicolored lights from all the different rides. Um, we see Ernest handing out uh, the last of the raffle prizes. We see Alistair. Uh, he's like observing the child who he's now given a, like, a br- like a scrubbing brush who's cleaning his own graffiti off. I'm like, D- you missed a bit. <laughs> we see Bernie and Randy um, uh, strolling home. With- I'll have a good day off. Um, with corn dogs and <laughs> Randy has a second panda <laughs> and a second panda 
uh, and they, they stroll off to the car. It is summer in Port Staples. The weather is fine and the carnival has come to town. Thank you, Patreons, for listening to this very special summer bonus episode. That was me, Aubrey Lydon, as your dungeon master for once in an actual inflatable dungeon. Uh, that was Chester Lydon as Ernest Marsh, BJ Ingate as Alistair Stern, the Scottish pig. You're already here on Patreon, so you already know all the wonderful benefits that you get from being a patron. Don't forget to check us out on iTunes, leave us a review, leave us a comment, give us some stars, yo. <laughs> I shouldn't talk like that. It doesn't work for me. <laughs> Come chat to us on Twitter and Reddit and Facebook. You can find us on all those social medias and you can find links to those things on our Patreon. R slash Darktides at DarktidesPod and, of course, Darktides on Facebook. Yep. So you check us out there and we will see you next tide. Bye. Who <laughs> you did that? That was, that was clever. That was, that was very... Um, it's bad. I can't believe we fell for the puzzle thing. I can't believe it. We both did. How did we... How? Wow. (laughs) Well, I was like, oh no, they're going to get through it and nothing's going to happen. This will be boring.